You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. Your fave podcast for all things dating and relationships. A one-stop pod shop for the latest trends, reality TV, and celebrity couple gossip. Plus, everything we've got going on in our own love lives. We're your village, and we think you can't date or relate without us. And you should be pumped to be here because we are bringing you the expertise and guests who are filled with all the answers that'll take some guessing out of the game. Make sure you subscribe and share our pod with your friends so we can help grow the village even bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell a friend. Time to talk about our favorite reality TV shows that center around love and relationships because behind the cameras, the setup dates, and the drama, there are lessons on love, and we love it. All right, girls, what are we talking about today? We are losing our mind over Love is Blind. It came out on Valentine's Day, so it was basically a gift to everybody. Oh, the new season? It just the new season's out? Exactly. Season six. Listen, Netflix only releases like a chunk at a time. Um, And I, we obviously could not binge all the way to the end yet, but this is going to be the best one. This is going to be the best one. And why do you, why do you say that? What, what? uh, I can already tell that the, based on like watching the show for six seasons and how like the format sort of works, clearly every time it's different. So, if for those of you that live under a rock and don't know a little bit about love is wine, I'm going to just explain people meet on the premise of can love actually be blind? Can you fall in love with somebody sight unseen? You date people in pods where you cannot see anything. You can hear voices and you're not really supposed to talk about what you look like. Although people cheat a little bit, but then In order to get out of the pods, you have to match with somebody, propose, then you reveal to each other, see each other for the first time. Now you're an engaged couple and you've got three weeks after that. I think it's three weeks. It might be four, but I think it's three until you get married. And at the altar is when you make the final choice. It's similar to uh, Married at First Sight. So you can only move on to the second round if you propose so yeah. there's an incentive to propose exactly. to somebody. Well, yeah, but I mean, a lot of people just are like, I'm not in, I'm not feeling this. Like there's no, or a lot of people just don't find the matches. Right. But, like, right. Get- there's an incentive to propose, but unless you're like trying to big brother it and like give be some on TV code language, the other person has to accept it. So, yeah, but, you, but if, but if, but if you're on that show, you want to be on TV. So you want to yes, go the distance. But it doesn't, but the way this works is yes, of course, but it doesn't really like there's, it would be hard for someone just to be like, I want to be on TV and I want to be on the show because other people have to also have that same motive. And, and some people are on the show to actually find love and some people actually match and find love. So those people are not going to just match for no reason. Once you get to the end and people start dropping off, like I could really like you, Rob, but you could want to propose to Jen. And like Jen could maybe say yes back, but she also might really like you and Daniel. So she's like picking. So it's kind of hard. You can't really, you can't really um, like, 
go behind closed doors and like try to make a little like alliance and be like, let's just do this to get on TV. It, like it would, it's possible. It's just not easy to do. I'm not it's saying possible. you're making an alliance. I'm yeah. saying like you, Jen. So say it's the three of us and there's Jen and there's Lauren and there's Rob and Rob's going to meeting these people like Jen, Lauren, and Rob all came on this show to yes, find love, but yeah. mostly to be on TV. So like, even if there's a little bit of a connection, Jen and Lauren are both hoping that Rob proposes to one of them. Of course. Right? Well, that's ultimately because you're trying to find love, but also, and some of these people you can tell, like they are, you know, maybe trying to like become Instagram stars, but some of them are definitely not. Like some of them are like dorky lawyers that like don't give a fuck about stuff like that. Like I think also have- because it's season six, well, they record them kind of back to back, but because there is proof of concept that exists prior, you know how it's going to go. I think though that what we see in the pods is really interesting. And maybe this is the difference between uh, Married at First Sight and the show is you see the kinds of questions they ask each other. You see what the dates look like behind the scenes. You see their like discomfort or being boozy or like all of these things that create this relationship that they then choose to move forward with or not. Some people actually leave because they're like, this is too hard for me. I didn't think it would be this hard. I got to go. Or they piss somebody off and then they lose the person they really want. So they're like, actually, I'm going to go chase after them. There was one guy named Matthew who was a total bonehead. Like he- Is he the one that everybody's saying is a serial killer? Yes. He's totally a serial killer. Glasses? Yes. He doesn't reveal anything to anyone in the house. So like the guys live with the guys, the girls live with the girls. Everyone comes back and chats about their dates. And some people keep it really close to their chest because they don't want anyone else to know like who they've like because they don't want Mm. to like compare stories or like sway people or things. They also don't know that a lot of them know like, hey, we're dating right now. Like I am into this guy and this guy and the guy that I'm into is also into that girl and that girl and that girl. So I don't want to hear that girl over there talking about how Matthew said, Hey, like I want to go to Hawaii. Would you want to come with me? Cause he said the fucking same thing to me. They all know what's happening. So they kind of close their ears. Cause they're like the smart ones do I think. Cause they're like, listen, reality. I know this is happening with other girls until like it gets down to me or not me. So I need to not hear about that because it's going to fuck my brain up because they're all this guy. Yeah. This guy in particular told both girls the same exact things like what Lauren was hinting at, like down to the point where they, each girl lost their dad or no, one girl lost their dad and the other girl hasn't lost their dad. But he said, you know, because I can't ask your dad for permission to marry you, like his blessing, like I'm not going to be able to propose at the end of this. So like, why don't we just leave? He basically pitched both of them on being a match and leaving without going through the regular process. He was like, I'm not proposing at the end of this. So I think to your point, Rob, that's like, you know, kind of a discrepancy in like how the whole situation works is Maybe he did want to be on TV, but didn't actually want to go through with the rest. And he was just hoping for claim to fame because he really wasn't even doing what you were supposed to be doing, which is like falling in love, opening up. He was more like interviewing and it felt honestly like he was grooming, which is so It was weird. I didn't get a like, I'm trying to be famous vibe from him. I just got like a, um, a curious 
about the experiment type and then also like, okay, now I want to leave the show and like not have the camera. Cause if he wanted to leave and just go date the girl, the cameras, I don't know if they would have followed him or not, but it's, he wanted to leave the show. So. And he kept acknowledging the cameras and all of America watching. It's like, bro, you signed up for a reality TV show. Yeah. He was, he was and you didn't just, it's not like they came up to you at Home Depot and were like, you want to do this? And you were they was like, sure. What day? Saturday? I'm free. You have to go through a whole process right. of like explaining why you want to go through this process, why you want to be on this specific show, why this specific experiment would work for you. So like to get there and then be like, mm, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do what they wanted. Well, right, yeah. when it starts to not work in your favor or you realize that like people are getting a bad impression of you, most people, because there was only like two girls that kind How of- How were the guys in the, like when the guys were with him this- Oh, this they time. don't like him. They never they even like talked him. to him. He, he so this is him. like this. So Love is Blind, because I watched the first season and I thought it was good, but that was like, I think it, the, the first season came out during COVID, right? Yeah. Wasn't it like Tiger King and Love is Blind were like the two things <laughs> that were like huge? How yeah. iconic. Yeah. So I think like when- when I watched that one and I was like, this is good. But then to get involved in that show again, kind of, I kind of lost track of it. And then, you know, when you kind of get behind things, you're like, I don't know. I just, I just, I just didn't pick it back up. Well, for some reason. maybe once we talk about this, you get back in because clearly they're their own standalone shows. So you could watch, you don't have to watch them all, but this right, one. But it's, it sounds like that, like you take the, the good stuff from, the bachelor too, which is like them coming back from the dates and then yep. talking to all the girls or all the guys that didn't go on those dates. Right. And person, friendships right? forming and all of those. Let, things. Me, let me tell you why the show is so good. That is part of it. But the best part of the show is at, okay. There's so many layers to this social experiment. I think it's the most, in my opinion, one of the most complex, smart dating shows because of all of the layers. Every time you turn a page, there's another layer. And it's all very relatable. You don't have to, like, it's kind of hard to relate to The Bachelor sometimes. Like, this is very relatable. They're kind of just like regular people. And yes, the experiment is weird, but you can put yourself in their shoes and feel what they're feeling, I think. So so many variables. Um, some people can fall in love with like a person and some people need physical connection. Like that sometimes there's a happy medium. We've all been in the place where like we have a friend and then all of a sudden that friend, like we start to become attracted to them because they're like a cool person or vice versa. Um, then with this show, has has anybody proposed Yes, and then, and then got to that hallway and been like, Ugh. yes. Yeah, it's uncomfortable to watch. But I think like that's the second layer. So like the pods happen in the pods, they propose or they don't and they send you on your merry way. And sometimes people say like snarky things like, oh, wait till you see the girl you actually picked and they're pissed. Oh, because, oh, because the other girls are. Right. Well, and how they all they see know? each other. But how do they know that somebody picked? Like, how would how by would that Lauren point, know you that know. Picked, sometimes because would, sometimes it comes out if girls open their mouths about it or. You know, they, they find out like, oh man, Jen and I are both going for Rob. And then I say to you, Rob, like, oh, wait till you see Jen. You're going to be pissed when you pick. Oh, got you, got you, got you, got you. That, I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean, this kind of, it kind of happened in this one, but I think why it continues to get interesting is because then you watch these people who really they're not actors. Like these people are really in love with each other. Like you see- they're really on reality TV. Right? It's not produced. So they're not actors. No, no, no. Well, they're not. I mean, unless they're all really good actors and they're crying. No, like, I'm you. just kidding. Everybody says that about, that's the biggest thing. Whenever I tell people I love reality TV, they're like, Oh, you mean the real reality TV that's yeah. so scripted? I'm like, it's are- not. 
these people are, some of them look like they want to be on TV, but they're still not fucking actors. Okay. They're, they're watch. You're watching them have these real emotions. I'm, I can tell, sorry, but I'm a regular person with eyes and a brain. I can tell if you're fucking faking it or not. And they're not actors. They're really into it. They really fall in love with the person. And then you watch them either not care when they see each other somebody becomes very uncomfortable. What is smart about this? Then they see each other. They don't give them much time. Instantly, they're on a trip to like some Mexico or some tropical island. I forget where they went this time. And they have maybe a day together and then they all meet, all of them. So now Rob is seeing what Jen really looked like and Jen's seeing what Mike really looked like. And everyone starts and there's alcohol involved, and it. But just, these are only the couples that end up together, yeah. right. not all the people who were. I remember season temporary. one, and I remember right. that there was a blonde girl who flirted yeah. with another dude. He wound up James. with somebody else, and then she kind of hated on the guy she was with because she was still had a crush on the other guy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. it gets a little twisty, turny, and so the the couples like also sleep in the same room and talk about like whether they want to be physical or at what point they're going to be like, some people are like, I want to wait till we actually go through with a marriage. And other people are like, no, I want to like see if we have chemistry. And then other people are like, oh no, I don't think I'm attracted to the real you and I hate your clothes. So yeah. So the difference between married at first sight and this on that level is that they're actually married and it's like, Hey, we're husband and wife. We should probably start fucking soon. And then this one is like, we might not make it to the altar. So why even do, but it's also, there also is the same. It's almost just right up there with we're married is we're engaged. We, we are. Uh, I think like in 1954, that meant something. No, it means, it means something to these people on the show. They take it very seriously. They're like, we are engaged in a couple weeks. We are getting married. That is the goal, right? Like they Mm -hmm. fell in love and they proposed. So it's not like, oh, well now we're here together. Are you going to leave me or not? Like the goal at that point. No, I think some of them feel that. And that's where the cracks come in. And that's why it's interesting. But the point is, is that they are engaged and meant to be together forever. So they're taking it very seriously, but there is time is not on their side. So they're like, oh God. And then they have to live together in apartments in the city that they live in. So like they meet each other's friends and things like that. And they always have, because the show produces these little parties, they'll have like little parties. Um, and they'll invite what they call the pod squad. And that is the main people, not only the people that coupled up from the pods dating, but other people who like became very um, close to getting engaged. Like Rob, it would be like if it was between me and Jen and then you picked me, but Jen would be part of the pod squad. So a couple weeks down the road, we're all the pod squad. We're all living together and I have a barbecue for your birthday. Jen shows up. Then, uh, now you're seeing that girl that you didn't pick because she wasn't on the like Mexico. Why would you invite her to the barbecue? Because it's the show. The show invites them to the barbecue and they have to do it. You guys. Okay. So let's talk That's about horrible. Oh my God. It's so good. Let's talk about the couples really quick. Brittany okay. and Kenneth coupled up. They are why I think they're going to work. They're young. He's 25 and she's 24. He is a black guy. She is a white chick. That is going to create some tension um, because they kind of teased it, but they both say they don't care about race. Um, but I think that in the little like coming up on love is blind teasers, they showed 
it seems like Kenneth is shutting down. And one of the girls on the show kind of mentioned to him like, hey, do you think Brittany is going to be able to raise a black child? Very, very good question. I think maybe it kind of shut him down a little. Like he didn't think about that. Is she like a sheltered, like not for use a different word, like ignorant white white girl? Or is she like... mm -mm, She doesn't seem like that at all. She seems awesome. But um, they're both very young and they're both very religious. Like 25 and 24. He's a middle school teacher. They've never dated interracially before. No, he's a principal. It's crazy. He is a school principal and also like a pastor at his church. He is like clearly much more mature than his age, but it's weird that they're both, they're very young. Um, but he, but they, I think they're going to work. And I think that their belief, they're like very spiritual beliefs. They're like very grounded in their religion and God. I think that's going to keep them together. So my thing, Jen, do you think they're going to see it together? Um, yes, because also when they were in the pods, I think they really connected and they didn't have eyes or not eyes because <laughs> they were blinded <laughs> for anybody else. They really had a connection where they had really meaningful dates and conversations and the fact that they did discuss race. And it was a thing because they could have avoided it. If it's supposed to be blind, you know, you don't know what the other color, the other person is, but they went for all the significant conversations and the hard, the hard convos. They seem like good people who really want this. They Mm. seem much older than they really are too. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's going to work. AD and Clay, they are both around the same age. I want to say, I think in their late twenties, they're both black. They're both very good looking. They, uh, I think they might go all the way. Um, What's all the way like marriage and then staying staying together forever. And there are couples that have done that and have kids. Mm. So, um, I- so the story here, really quick. She was matched. She also liked that guy Matthew. Matthew is the who one wound where, up with, right? Who wound up leaving? Yeah. So the serial, she, oh, yeah, serial killer. Yes, exactly. So she was also talking to this guy Clay. In the pods, Clay was a little bit aggressive. He was a little defensive. He also revealed that he hasn't pushed himself or worked on worked on himself in any capacity and that this was a really great opportunity for him to face his demons and that he liked that she challenged him. So that he kind of comes from like a little bit of an immature place and that could be a good thing for them because maybe she will push him and he will be open to her doing that. But she also might be tired of it and be like unattractive to the fact that she's got to mom him. Yeah. Why does she want, who wants to start with somebody in the beginning of their demon healing process well he like did, he did seem to grow a lot through the pod dating process um and when she calls him out which she doesn't she's a like a i really like her she wouldn't might be one of my favorite girls on the show she is very calm and like has a good head on her shoulders so when she calls him out i say that it sounds like way more mean than any just when she points things out to him maybe or like talks about how she's feeling he's quick to like apologize i will say this He's on TV. He, he, well, he, yeah, I mean, but he doesn't get defensive. He's like, okay, I see what you're saying. I do need to work on that. He like can reflect. He has the ability to reflect. It um, seems he also really wants the relationship. So while he may show up kind of like a punk, he then is like, oh, I see the bigger picture. Yeah. And he, there is though this kind of like 
social experiment aspect really played in with them because in the beginning, he really pushed for her to talk about what she looks like. And that's very, very important to him. And I thought about you, Rob. Um, and not if I don't think it's shallow, it just that's why this experiment is good, because some people really need to be attracted and some people don't. And then there's that middle ground. And he was like, it is very important to me. I have to be attracted to you. Please, t- basically, please tell me what you look like. And she's like, no, I'm not doing that. But she's like, not not confident in how she looks. She's just like, I'm not giving that to you. And then they talked about it later. He is very happy with the way she looks because she is freaking gorgeous and has an amazing body. And he's like, damn. But he lucked out. Now, Jimmy and not Megan Fox, a.k.a. Chelsea. Oh, I saw that on social media. She's getting drags, right? Okay. This is another fun social experiment one. Jimmy was talking to this girl named Jessica who is stunning, beautiful, stunningly beautiful in my opinion. Jen, don't you think she, like most people, would think she was beautiful? I mean, she looks like an Instagram model who's done some things to look that way. Sure. Yeah, but she, I mean, Ooh. sure, but she's pretty. I don't think a lot Jessica, of, I don't Jessica think a lot dig. I don't think a lot of. She's pretty by all intents and purposes yeah. and by building that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, and she, she's got a great body and she also, I, I'm being superficial because we're talking about emotional and physical here, but she also, I think it was like actually pretty smart with the way she approached the experiment and how she explained herself and like work she did on herself because she's come from like a very hard background. She was falling in love with this guy, Jimmy, and Jimmy could not decide between her, Jessica, and this girl, Chelsea, who when Jimmy asked her if she looked, so they find little ways to cheat. Like, oh, is there any celebrities that people tell you you look like? Or like they people want to kind of get some answers about physicality without just being like, what do you look like? Because they're not really supposed to do that. She said, I don't know. People think I look like Megan Fox. But, and, you know, I think everybody at home was kind of like, what? (laughs) <laughs> I don't really see that. And then they called the next episode after that when they revealed each other to each other. They got they he ended up Jimmy ended up picking Chelsea, aka not Megan Fox. The girl Jess did what Jen said and said, Hey, you when you see me, she didn't say anything about Chelsea. She said, When you see me, you're going to like you're gonna choke. choke. <laughs> um, and honestly, I kind of like that she said that because it was like, wait, but they I don't, they don't. I thought that was nasty. You mean, you mean like when you see me at the pod squad barbecue? Right. Yeah. Not like they don't, they don't show you what you or miss out on. Yeah. Or yeah. I mean, no, no. Yeah. Or just in life or whatever on Instagram. Who yeah. This girl does not look like Megan Fox. Sure. No. But I do think what Jess said was actually nasty. And if the point is that love is blind, then the person she, who got, she picked, got rejected, she's hurt. Yeah, sure, but yeah. she, until that moment, I thought actually, like to what Lauren's saying, had handled it well. She was, she's also a, a mom, a single mom. So mm-hmm. she presented that she has a 10 year old daughter or whatever the daughter is, that she got pregnant when she was 18. She's 28 now. She's got a 10 year old daughter. And Jimmy was comparing, you know, this girl who he really liked, but her lifestyle to this other girl who doesn't have a kid. And then I think maybe the Megan Fox thing put it over the edge single and supposedly it looks like Megan Fox. So <laughs> it, he, he picked who he picked. And so Chelsea though, also had a relationship with this other guy, Trevor, who see, they seemed actually to me like a better match because they had similar sense of humor. They were actually having deep conversations and it just seemed he, Trevor only wanted Chelsea. He didn't have anybody else. So, uh, 
whatever his name, what is his name? Kevin, Tommy, Jimmy, Jimmy, (laughs) Jimmy (laughs) proposed to Chelsea and then sad Trevor got sent away. But I don't know. I think like if we're looking at who might be better match, I think maybe Jimmy and Jess might be probably a better match if they are like coming from a little bit more of a superficial place and Trevor was all into Chelsea sight unseen. And well, no, if she's coming from a superficial place, it sounds like I'm Megan Fox and Jimmy would be better for each other. And Jessica just Jessica well, seems Megan like Fox, she Megan Jessica Fox. just seems like she got her feel like she got her feelings hurt, and yeah. she was like, "Look, your girl, like you're like you're going to be upset that you didn't pick me. <laughs> if you're thinking if you want looks." Like I'm better looking than that person. So well, you're going I to be she, disappointed. I think she did let her emotions get the best of her in that one second. But most of the uh, 99.9% of the other time, she handled it really well. Yeah. That's what um, I'm saying. And it's also, lot, and give also one dig. sometimes, yeah. And sometimes you fucking want to, you want to hear, you want someone to be real. You know what I mean? Like you want, it's nice when Tom Brady is like, very buttoned up. Oh my God. Can we go one podcast out talking about Tom Brady? I'm watching the, um, we actually go a lot of podcasts without talking about him, but I'm watching the documentary on the the, um, dynasty. It's called the dynasty. And Rob, such a hater today. Why are you such a hater? Hate. Is it raining? Just just, in a bad mood today. Finally over the Patriots. Okay. I get it. You're a hater. So my point is, is that, it's nice to see him all buttoned up in his like interviews because he's like, you know, all American boy says all the right things. But when you watch him on these documentaries, he gets a little like dirty and it's kind of nice. So I kind of like that this like kisses his kids on the mouth dirt dirty. No, says like, I like how she said what she wanted to say. Like she was just like, you're going to be fucking sorry because everybody watching was like thinking that. And now I don't mean to. It's only just because I think everyone was thrown when she compared herself to Megan Fox, even though she did say like, hey, listen, I don't personally think that, but I've been told that. So now I think that after they all meet, uh, my predictions are is that Trevor and Chelsea are actually going to get together and Jimmy and Jess, I think, are going to maybe like have sex, but then nothing's going to happen after that. But it's going to break him and Chelsea up and Chelsea is going to end up going for Trevor because Trevor is totally into her. Can you do that? Like, like I know the pod squad comes, but when the pod squad comes, can you go, uh, there are no rules. It has happened before. Yeah. Yeah. You just like, what are you going to do? I mean, they're not in prison. So well, they, I would think I would think that if if their engagement's off, then you're just off the show. Well, well no, here's the thing, because now you're forming a new relationship, and we want to see what happens. This has now happened on like a couple different seasons yes. where somebody picks one of the people and then realizes it's not a good fit, and then wants to go back and find the other person, and then ends up with that person. I think it's happened twice now. Well, but that doesn't mean then I guess love is not blind. Well, here's the thing. Technically, those couples had made a connection with each other and something steered them along the wrong way. So it actually is for them because they had already made this connection and maybe somebody turned somebody down, but then they realized, shit, I was wrong. I mean, there's a couple from a, a couple seasons ago that are married with a kid now. That that happened too. I'm just saying, if you made your choices based on not seeing somebody and then pick that person, and then the person you didn't pick comes along, and they look good, and then no, you break up. The other I don't think they're look looking good. good. I actually think, yeah, I think there's a disconnect between what people show during the pod part because they're 
kind of interviewing each other. Like you're saying all of the like pretend things. things. Yeah. Like, what would you be like in this scenario? And it's all the hypotheticals and it's, you know, going through the motions of per, like proposing what you would be like in real life, but then you actually get together. And like, I will actually say there's a couple Jeremy and Laura yeah. and Jeremy is I think annoying. And I think she's going to figure that she's going to be like enough of you mm-hmm. and maybe like somebody else or be done with him. But he feels a little immature and like she's already kind of picking at his outfits and so I don't know that they're a good connection I agree and then there's Johnny and Amy that's the last couple they are they look like opposites attract and I actually think they have a pretty good connection I think that Amy is expressed like oh he's not someone I would typically typically go for but then she right away is like, but I love him. And I think he he's very handsome and I'm glad I'm with him. And I, I honestly think that they are going to work. And they're like one of those couples that like really did truly fall in love. And then they're, the physical is enough. So they're fine. I think he is very happy with her because she's gorgeous. He's not bad. She just will fully admit like he's like a blonde white guy. And that's not like somebody she normally goes for. Um, and I think that they seem like they have a pretty strong connection and that it's going to, they're going to like make it. Um, yeah. Jeremy and Laura though, back to them, they are, I think Jen. Yeah. I think they're kind of like, they're not as exciting as other couples, but I do think that she is sort of going to be like, mm, I don't know about him. You know, question. Yeah. Same. Yeah. And like going back to the kind of swapsies that may or may not happen, I do think it will. And I'm excited to see what happens because I think, again, you have how many days in the pods? You make decisions based on what somebody tells you, but then what somebody shows you, not their physical, but like their actual behavior when they move in together and have to go through that or how they flirt with other people and the other couples and how they hold themselves in yeah. now more of like a social. Maybe I aspect. have to go and just watch these. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a quick, I'm a quick TV watcher. So maybe yeah, I'll just yeah. go. You should because I'll take a, take a Saturday and just, uh, Knock it out. Catch up on my love. Go mind. to really quick to go back on that though. Your question, Rob, it's that it's not if if somebody gets down to the very end and they really have a strong connection with like two people, right? Like you really, you're like, I really like like Jimmy. He really liked Jessica and he really liked Chelsea. But I think the the fact that Jessica had a kid and he was like trying to split hairs, I think he just went for Chelsea because he like was like, I guess her. But in the real world, if he was there in, the, in front of them and the missing piece was like his eye being attracted to somebody, it would have not just been like, love would have mostly been blind, but that missing piece of the puzzle, which is like a really intricate part of the relationship. Like that does matter whether or not it's like 20% or 40% or 80% of how you feel it is part of the puzzle. And so I think that's why these couples, they get down to the end and they're like, Oh, I don't know. Is it this one or this one? And then they just kind of pick one and then they see the other one. And it's like, Ooh, that's why it gets kind of tricky and hard. Plus Chelsea is feeling very insecure. She can tell that Jimmy is like not so happy with her. She's constantly checking the temperature. She's constantly asking how he feels, if she looks pretty, if he likes this, if, and I think he's also going to be like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Plus I don't totally believe that he actually likes the way she looks. I think he's nervous to say, I'm not attracted to you because it's going to make him look like a superficial asshole. That's why the Jess thing's going to come in and be a problem. And you guys, it comes back out 
It's every week. You can see the next like four or six episodes. I forget what it is. And I'm predicting that this is going to be the best season yet. I think so too. And also Rob, I think if you wanted to condense your viewing, since there are six episodes out at this time, you could watch like the first episode, the fifth and the sixth, like skip the many like episodes of the pods. We get it. They're going to grow closer and pick someone over someone else. I don't know that you need to watch all of those relationships unfold, but more see the mechanics for how it works and then skip to the meat. I mean, I know the mechanics of how it works. I would want to see why these people wound up together and who they did pick and all. Then the pod people too, I guess. But you want to be next, totally lost if you did that. But you, but if you do need to condense, you could. I'm a good, I'm a good binger, but I, I, I can't wait to catch up and then see. You know, the next time we talk about this, see if Lauren's predictions came true. See if he, how people wind up, how they, you know, where they went wrong and where they got together. Who, who all went married. But um, you can keep on tuning in to uh, It's Complicated every week when we come together and talk about everything from dating apps to reality TV show mishaps. Oh, <laughs> you that like was, that? That one. was good. And while you're there, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share with a friend. You can catch me at Forever's Evers. You can catch the show at, at, at Complicated Show. And you can find me at Jennifer Golden. And you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli. And we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to It's Complicated. And now that we're going steady, come back next week for another date with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers.